and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Thank you so much for joining me again. Happy Thursday. Um, This week we are talking about creating a meaningful morning routine and I'm really excited about it. I know that it's been kind of a topic that is not necessarily as deep as previous topics, but I thought it'd be fun to you know, throw it in there because creating meaningful morning routines are more important than ever right now um, in the world situation that we are all enduring together during the, um, and, you know, enforced quarantine in our different regions. And I just think it's important to establish a routine, even if we all have to stay home, you know, just to keep us um, going, just to keep us productive, you know, and not in a slump and to help with our mindset. So that's why I decided this week to talk about it. Um, And so I hope that you have been enjoying it. And I hope that your day has been going well, especially if it just started. I hope that it's awesome. If you're in the middle of your day and it's been kind of tough, I encourage you to find at least five minutes to spend by yourself to just um, recover from whatever is going on, find some peace, find some serenity, be able to come back to baseline and problem solve whatever you need to problem solve to help you um, overcome any sort of obstacles or troubles that have gotten in your way and um, push yourself to continue through the rest of the day even if you only have neutral feelings about the day just so you don't throw the whole day away but try to make the best of what else is left in the day. So that is my encouragement to you as it is every single episode. If you've been here before, you know that. So again, happy Thursday. Today we are talking about practice, practicing some mindfulness activities. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Um, examples of these are journaling, reading a daily devotional, um, writing down a list of things you are grateful for. Um, those are definitely the top three things that I think are highly suited for mindfulness activities. We will um, break down a couple of those things and I talk about um, a couple more at the end. But in regards to um, those ones, I just think they're the ones that are known the most and um, ones that are easiest to do uh, as well. Um, spending any amount of time reflecting on your thoughts is definitely beneficial to you. It's definitely um, important to take that time to reflect on any problems that you might be experiencing, especially ones that you have to problem solve and figure out what to do and how to get through them. Um, even thinking through your goals and the current projects that you're involved in and how you can make those experiences better or more efficient or again if you have to problem solve anything that has come up in the um, within those things um, even taking time to reflect on how your mood has been how you've been feeling about certain things certain people that might be driving different emotions in you that are that are in your life on a daily basis or Maybe they aren't in your life currently right now because of what's going on in the world right now. So it's important to reflect on those things. I encourage you to spend at least 15 minutes reflecting, no matter what kind of reflecting you're doing, whether it is journaling or devotional or, um, I mean, I know devotionals, um, especially they're usually driven by whatever material, material you're using as a devotional so I can understand 
why that might not take as long, but I do encourage you to read a devotional and take some time to um, afterwards think about what you read or listened to, you know, and that can all be compacted within the 15 minutes. I just encourage you to spend 15 minutes because I feel like it is a good quality amount of time for you to actually reflect and um, be able to walk away with beneficial um, thoughts and reasonings for how you came to whatever conclusions you came to uh, based upon what you were rolling around in your mind and I just think it's a it's a really solid amount of time I don't feel like it's too much time and I don't feel like it's not enough time for you to actually do some deep thinking um, one of my favorite mindfulness activities is to sit down and fill in my planner at the beginning of my day. And I believe I've already spoke on this this week. I just love it. I just absolutely love it, especially since I found the perfect planner for me because of the way that it breaks it down. It's a daily planner. Then there's two pages for each day on like the left side. It has all um, the titles and headings and the fill-ins. Like, like it has the general like um, time, like rundown thing of like so you can fill in your appointments of what you're doing um, every hour of the day but then it also has a spot for you to write in personal goals work goals um, things to do for your own self-improvement how your mood is going some things that you've learned that day things that you're looking forward to um, how you can grow and learn um, some pro ongoing projects that you're continually working on what your biggest focus of the day is I just love it and then on the right side it has a page for you to do journaling or doodles or notes or whatever you want to do because um, it's just a grid. So I absolutely love it. I definitely feel most of it in every single day. I look forward to it. And it definitely, I, it definitely is like the top mindfulness activity for me, you know. And um, so as I mentioned, like it has a section for journaling and, you know, and oh, and also I created like a little spot so I can like list like gratitudes and I just love it. You know, I truly feel mindful and take some time to think deeply about what is going on for the day, how my goals are coming along and what I can look forward to and plan for. Again, I usually spend about 15 minutes doing this, which I find to be just enough to kind of detail out everything, figure out how everything is going to go and I just love it. And then like throughout the day, I'll add things to it if things come up or things change, especially on the right side where it has the journaling or just the grid part, or I'll just like add things to it. And I love that it's in like, um, like a, a, a regular notebook, not a spire one, one that has an actual, um, what is that called? It's like an actual spine, an actual like book spine, but it, it folds, um, pretty flat. So it just all stays together. I'm able to refer back to previous days. I just love it. I absolutely love it. I'm going to stop obsessing about it to you guys right now, but I love it. So something to consider. Um, another activity I do, if I remember, it's still like a habit that I'm working on making a daily thing in progress, um, is to read a page out of my devotional. It's so helpful to get like another perspective and insight from someone else and have something other than my own thoughts to reflect on. That is definitely one of the main reasons why I love my devotional and the one that I currently read is called The Confident Woman by Joyce Meyer. It is so great. It's so great. And I actually read mine um, on my phone. So I downloaded it as uh, like a Kindle ebook. And I love it because that just allows me to have it on the go all the time. So 
if I don't remember to do it in the morning or the evening, which are generally typical times for me to do a devotional, maybe I'll just randomly remember in the middle of the day, I can just whip out my phone because you know how we all always have our phones on us these days. Just whip out my phone, you know, spend a few moments reading it, and then spend some time reflecting on it. Um, Sometimes I will even just like write myself notes, or I will ask myself questions based on like what um, thoughts were created based upon reading that devotional for the day. So I just find it very helpful. It just, you know, it, it creates those deep thoughts that I might not have been able to create on my own because I'm definitely reading someone else's material and what they created for you to kind of reflect on. So I think it's super helpful. Um, and I know there's devotionals out there that maybe aren't necessary, necessarily only Christian, um, if that's not your walk of life. I am a Christian, and that's why I read the Confident Woman one, but I feel like um, there are plenty of ones, other ones out there that you could get if that one is not your jam. So I encourage you to look into that, because um, I'm sure they have some that are more geared towards like meditation or just daily life guidance. So I would I would definitely get on Amazon and check that out or go to a bookstore when we're allowed to do that um, and uh, look into that. It would be, I think it would be really beneficial for almost everyone. Or um, I'm sure that you could find a podcast that does like a devotional type thing every single day, kind of like what I do, but you know, mine's like a mixture of like, you know, um, mental health um, mindset stuff plus devotional kind of thing. Anyway, you know what I mean? There's definitely lots of resources out there. Um, but yeah, but if there's anything, uh, you're going to do for my, for a mindfulness activity, I highly recommend, uh, making a gratitude list, you know, list out a few things you are truly grateful, no matter how small or big every single day will help your perspective on life and shift your mindset mindset. If you're in a funk, like totally. And that's kind of why I made like a little section in the planner I have right now where I can list out things that I'm grateful and every single day I will list a couple things even if they're the smallest things in the entire world. Like I think one day I listed that I was grateful for music because I was jamming out to some music in the morning when I was starting my work day and it really just helped me get me in the groove. It kind of just got me happy, got me like excited and ready for the day. Um, Another thing I believe that I, let's see think of some random ones. Um, oh, grateful for my husband. (laughs) Um, grateful for being able to work out without any sort of, um, setbacks or disabilities. Um, grateful for, um, being able to actually do my job from home and not being out of work currently. Uh, thankful for yummy food and being able to cook food and afford to do random trips to Target, like those kind of things. And of course, we could all be grateful for a breath in our lungs, of course, another day to live, um, our beautiful family, kiddos, all that stuff. That's, that's great. That's great. But I'm encouraging you to make a gratitude list every single day so you don't necessarily want to list the same things every single day, you can, you can, if you want to reflect on that every single day, that is up to you. But I'm encouraging you, no matter if it's big or small, you can be grateful for all things in your life. And you can continually rotate those through your lists to be grateful for those and reflect on them. Um, I know some people consider working out and running to be mindfulness activities. And if that is your jam and it helps you to reflect and be mindful, then do it. 
absolutely do it. Do whatever works best for you. That is definitely the main point here. Um, adding mindfulness activities to your morning routine will definitely make it more meaningful because you're taking that time to reflect and you know set your mindset up for the day. It'll really just help you to critically think about what's going on in your life, how to solve any problems, if problems need to be solved, how to just like think ahead, not like worrisome think ahead, but like think ahead to like how you can um, work on other projects and goals that are coming up or are currently up in your life right now. It just really helps you to also set your mindset for the day as opposed to walking in and not knowing how you're going to feel and letting things upset you and things just coming up like you're just, you're kind of setting some groundwork for the day. So I encourage you to look into those. But again, um, if you do prefer to work out or run and you're able to clear your mind that way and take some time to deeply think about things that are on your heart and mind and those really uh, bring you to a place of reflection, then do that. Because I know a lot of people when they're running, even me specifically, when I was running more and not constantly getting injured, I would, I it was just running would definitely clear my head. It's definitely one of the number one things I would do, um, especially when I was angry or super stressed. It would help me clear my mind and really just think through things and problem solve and figure things out while also working my body. So that is all I have today to talk about um, in regards to mindfulness activities. I encourage you to give one of those a try or come up with your own mindfulness activity to integrate into your meaningful morning routine so that you can have that reflection, that time, that deep thinking. It's so beneficial. You might think, no, I don't want to waste my time doing that, but I I challenge you to try it for at least a week and see how much it changes your life, your mindset, your heart, everything. So um, thanks again for coming and joining me for the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it enough and feel like you know someone that might enjoy it as well, I encourage you to share it with them so that they can listen to it and benefit from it as well. But thank you again. Happy Thursday. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Really super enjoy it. And I can't wait to see you guys back tomorrow for Friday's episode. But until then, have an amazing day and I will see you later. Bye everyone.